This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Here goes the last DJ. Wash my hands of this weirdness. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, March 15th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. I'm joined by my co host, Snowbageddon star, Tony Sanfilippo. Even has the sound effects uh, <laughs> during the introduction. Tony, how you doing today? Doing good, buddy. Um, it is Snowmageddon. We are snowed in here in Colorado. So I uh, got 28 inches outside. So a little over two feet of snow here. That's the most uh, I think I've gone through since uh, 96. That was the last big snowstorm I was in in Nevada. Um, we've had some good snow, but snow like this I hadn't seen since... Yeah, well, since we were teenagers. So. Yeah, yeah, it's heavy, and of course, you know, you, there's nowhere you can go. Most businesses are closed down, so uh, you've been cooped up for the last couple of days. Yeah, should have been Nebraska, so I'm representing Nebraska on the show today via just a hat. Um, I was supposed to go uh, with my friends and uh, go see Howie Spangler of Ballyhoo. Uh, I was going to go to my first concert in a while, but um, not to be, although he did perform in Kearney and I guess had a really good show, so. That's good. Live music's coming back, so that's always a good sign. Oh, always, always. It, too bad you missed it, but probably better that uh, you know you didn't try and hit the road because it was yeah. just nasty out there. No, I'm definitely bummed. I really wanted to see uh, our friends the Yendras and uh, my niece and nephew, but uh, that's okay. I get to see them here in a, just a little over a month. We're uh, going somewhere sunny and happy. <laughs> Quite the opposite of what you've been dealing with uh, yeah, the last couple yeah, of days. Yeah, definitely. Right? Definitely. Well, folks, let's go ahead and kick things off the way we do each and every day with a question for my co-host. Uh, Tony, for somebody who was growing pot on public land, how do you think that the uh, government should have dealt with him? For somebody that was growing on public land? On, well, yeah, government, BLM, that sort of. Uh, well, I think uh, uh, confiscating since it's on their property or at least trying to come up with a deal but more likely they're going to just confiscate it that would be my thought okay but i'm sure that's not what happened that is certainly not what happened but uh, that would be reasonable in this case the state of pennsylvania will pay four hundred seventy-five thousand dollars to the state of a man who died underneath a bulldozer (laughs) that pennsylvania state police had used to chase him for growing a handful of marijuana plants according to a settlement revealed in court thursday 
Gregory Longnecker, a 51-year-old short-order cook and Grateful Dead fan, had fled into th thick brush after being caught growing 10 marijuana plants on public land near Reading. His body was found underneath the treads of a Pennsylvania Game Commission bulldozer that state police had commandeered in pursuit. The lawsuit by Longneck's family contended that state police and the Game Commission took crazy and lethal action against an unarmed man who posed no threat, then destroyed or withheld evidence to cover it up. The plaintiff's attorney, Jordan Strakowski, said outside court Thursday that Longnecker's family is pleased with the settlement but wants sweeping reforms to prevent such an excessive show of force and tragedy like this in the future. A federal judge is reviewing the settlement and is expecting to sign off. A prosecutor who investigated Longnecker's death concluded that tro troopers acted reasonably. Authorities have publicly contended that Longnecker was high on methamphetamine, crawled under the back of the bulldozer when it stopped briefly, and was crushed to death when it started moving again and made a left turn. Oof. Don't know what well, the actual, you know, what actually happened, but, uh, you know, using a bulldozer to chase somebody off and then uh, using it to crush them knowingly or unknowingly sounds a little extreme for somebody growing a couple pot plants. Yeah, definitely. That's hardcore. Yeah. Confiscating would have just been an easier solution in this in this situation. Exactly, and then when he shows back up, or arrest him if it's illegal, try him, let him go through the court system. But uh, death by bulldozer, probably not so much. Nah, definitely not, man. Wow. <laughs> In what any, a crushing story on Monday morning. There you go, and I don't even have the sound pulled up. Hold on, that's right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, it is a Monday. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Let's talk about today's show, shall we? Briefly, I hate Mondays. Hate them. Therefore, I decree from this day forward, there will be no more Mondays. I don't disagree, Garfield, especially the Monday following a time change. I am feeling it today, but... We've got Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. We have a segment called Double Vision. Our call-in topic today is your skill wish. Which wish do you, or sorry, which skill do you wish you magically gained overnight? We have a segment uh, that we've done a couple times here. Whatever happened to the cast of? Well, you got to stay tuned to find out who we're talking about. We round out the day with this day in history, and Tony is up next with the entertainment news. Folks, do not go anywhere. We'll be right back. Subscription box, yeah, but with exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month. Just pick up your favorite geeky genre, daddy. <laughs> From the original Loot Crate, the Loot Crate DX collectible boxes, dude. Cowabunga! To the Loot Gaming video game box. Woohoo! Yeehoo! Wowzers! With crates starting as low as $11.99 per month, those are backs just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's f-e-n-i-x media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it.
everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And we've got a little thing that we like to call the Phoenix Line. It is our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever. Maybe you were run over by a bulldozer because you were uh, growing pot on government land. Well, let us know, I guess, posthumously. We, we wouldn't, yeah, we wouldn't hear about it because you'd be gone. Right, unless you can call us from beyond yeah. the grave. At, has, uh, has anyone actually ever called and left us anything from those? That'd uh, be kind of cool to hear. Early on, early on, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, we put it out there. Hopefully people do call. Anyway, that number is 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973. All we ask is that you keep it entertaining. We'll compile those together, put them out in a future show. Now, it is the second segment of this show. That means Tony is here with the entertainment news. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, March 15th, and here's your Filippo Fast Five. New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees has retired from the NFL after 20 seasons, and he retired on the day he signed his very first contract with the New Orleans Saints. So fitting, 15 years with them and five with the uh, Chargers. So hell of a career for number uh, nine there. Yep. Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez have split after four years together. What will the world do? Avatar overtakes Avengers Endgame as the all-time highest-grossing film. Um, as China re-released it, it's now up to $2.8 billion, surpassing Marvel's Avengers Endgame. It's $2.97 billion. So, uh, or, sorry, $2.797. So it's like... It's Just barely, yeah. Just barely passed it. But... Uh, Marvel, um, they congratulated them and everything. So, uh, new champ for the all-time box office. Uh, Disney announced today that Magic Band support for the iPhone and Apple Watch in a service called Disney Magic Mobile uh, will be utilized in the wallet app. So, uh, I don't think you'll necessarily need your Magic Bands anymore if you've got your phone. Or just use that on your uh, watch as opposed to uh, actually having to use a band. So that's cool. <laughs> Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, and Tupac are receiving cassette reissues. Uh, Tapehead City is re-releasing the chronic doggy style, All Eyes on Me, and the Don Caluminati, the Seven Day Theory, in celebration of Death Row Records' 30th anniversary on 420. So if you want to get a cassette of these classics, go ahead. I don't know where you'd play them, but cool for uh, collectors out there. Uh, fans of those albums so that's uh interesting stuff there it's strange that uh you know there's... Like, why why would you want to release like i just why would you release that it's funny to me well it's funny because you know vinyl made a big comeback and obviously you know people talk about the 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 sound quality of vinyl it's like i can understand that but tapes never had good sound quality you know, I can see sort of oh, the right. retro nostalgia portion of it but they sounded terrible and they remember they like to rewind to get back to your song. It just took forever, and and then uh, if your little if the little tape got jumbled in there, then it just wouldn't. It would like skip it. I don't know. It was terrible. You get the number two pencil to uh, 
make sure to that everything was nice and Make tight. sure you can fix it. Yeah. 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 Terrible, terrible stuff. Uh, what's not terrible is the box office uh, had a strong second weekend, uh, had or had another strong weekend. Um, on its second weekend, Disney animated uh, Raya. Is it Raya or Raya? It's Raya. I, I Raya. think it's Raya. Raya and the Last Dragon was still flying high enough to take the top spot at the box office with an estimated $5.5 million. So it's uh, keeping it strong. Um, it looks like uh, Godzilla versus Kong uh, will be coming out. It got pushed back one extra week, so that'll be the next big one. But uh, Raya brought in 5.5, bringing its total to $15.8 million total. Tom and Jerry, number two, bringing in another $4.1 million, bringing its total to 28.2. I mean, that's pretty impressive uh, COVID numbers, though, yeah. uh, for for box office. It's not bad. And for Tom Chaos and Jerry. Wa- yeah, exactly. Chaos Walking, the Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley film, number three, uh, bring in, brought in 2.25 to bring its total to $6.9 million. Boogie, the, uh, the movie about a booger, brought in 0.7 Three, it's total two point two seven. I have no idea what Boogie is, but I think it's four. a basketball movie based on the poster I saw. Okay, <laughs> the Crudes and New Age still going strong. Point five two. I it's not really strong, but it's still alive. Fifty four point three million. Definitely brought in the most during this whole pandemic. Yeah. The Marksman, aka Taken Nine, point four six five. Its totals thirteen point six. Uh, Jaffe Ratnalo, I. Rantaloo? I don't know. Say what? Uh, a movie I've, n- I've never heard of it. It brought in 0.46 million at number seven. The Little Things uh, brought in 0.4, so its total is 14.2. Wonder Woman 84 brought in 0.4. Its total is 50 million. Um, and The Father brought in 0.312. It's a new film. That's your top 10. No more bad grandpa. I think those are long in the rear view mirrors oh, for goodness. us. But, yeah. but it's good that Raya is doing well at the theater. Um, if I could get out of the house today, I mean, actually literally get my car out of the snow, <laughs> um, I would love to go see a movie. I think today would be a perfect day to go do that. Um, yeah, couldn't we, do it yesterday. I was snowed in. but We were going to go Saturday and then realize that uh, we were just too tired, so... We didn't. And then you're like, how about no? We're not doing that. Yep. Uh, this morning, uh, the 93rd Annual Academy Award nominations have been announced, and I'll just cover the big ones here. Uh, for Best Picture, The Father, Judas Priest and the Black Messiah. <laughs> it's not really called Judas Priest, but every time I see Judas, I think of that. Uh, Mank, which is a Netflix film. Minari, Nomadland. Promising Young Woman, Sound of Matter, and The Trial of the Chicago 7 are your movies that are up for Best Picture. And uh, two of those being Netflix uh, movies, Mank and The Trial of Chicago 7. Best Supporting Actor, very nice, Sasha Baron Cohen for The Trial of the Chicago 7. Daniel Kalua for Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami. Paul Racy of The Sound of Metal. And Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. Best Supporting Actress, Maria Bakalova for Borat. I don't know how she got that, but okay. Um, Glenn Close, 
Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman for The Father, Amanda Seyfried for Mank, uh, Yon Yun Jing for Minari, um, and that's uh, for the supporting actor and supporting actress. Let me see where best actor and actress would be. Well, there's best director, Thomas Vintenberg for Another Round, David Fincher for Mank, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari, Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. And I really, I don't know why they wouldn't have just lined up with like best picture, best actor, best right. actress, but they did best supporting actor and best supporting actress first. But I found the best actors here. So there you go. Best actor is Riz Ahmad for Sound of Metal, Chadwick Boseman uh, for Moraney's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins for The Father. Gary Oldman for Mank, and Steven Yeun, remember him, Glenn, for Minari. Best Actress, Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Andra Day for The United States for Billie Holiday. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Frances McDormand for Nomadland. And Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Woman. So those are your this year's Academy Award uh, nominees. Have you seen any of those movies that are up for Best Picture? Not a one. Yeah, this it, this it, is for me either, man. All of them definitely seen artsy-fartsy this year. Yeah, yeah. And then the other thing that I predict is that Chadwick Boseman will win for Best uh, Actor, not necessarily because of his performance in that movie, but more of like a Lifetime Achievement Award, which I think he deserves, but at the same time, uh, that's my prediction. I, I think we're going to see him win. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, he did win at the uh, Golden Globes, and Golden Globes are usually pre-spoilers of who's going to win the Academy. Not always, but more so than not. Yeah. So um, should be interesting. Now, of course, every time you get Academy Awards for best things, there's got to be an award show for the worst things, right? Oh, I love the Razzies. Uh, yeah, so here we go. Here's this year's uh, Razzie nominations, and these ones are ones I'm sure you've heard of them. So um, let's see right here. For Worst Picture, 365 Days, Absolute Proof, Doolittle, Fantasy Island, and Music. Worst Actor, Robert Downey Jr. for Doolittle, Mike Lindell for Absolute Proof, Michelle Marone for 365 Days, Adam Sandler for Hubie Halloween, (laughs) David Spade for The Wrong Missy, Worst Actress, Anne Hathaway for The Last Thing He Wanted, Katie Holmes for Brahms, The Boy 2. Kate Hudson for Music. Lauren Lapkus for The Wrong Missy. Anna Marie Sikluka for 365 Days. Worst Supporting Actress, Glenn Close for Hillbilly LG, which is weird because she's <laughs> nominated for Best Supporting Actress as well. That might be a first. That's you can, strange. You can win both the Worst and the Best Supporting Actress. That would be hilarious. Lucy Hale for Fantasy Island, Maggie Q for Fantasy Island, Kristen Wiig for Wonder Woman 84, Maddie Ziegler for Music, Worst Supporting Actor, Chevy Chase for The Very Excellent Mr. Dundee, Rudy Giuliani for Borat, subsequent movie film, Shia LaBeouf for The Tax Collector, Arnold Schwarzenegger for Iron Mask, Bruce Willis, he's nominated for three different movies, Breach, Hard Kill and Survive the Night. Worst Screen Combo, Maria 
Fakalova and Rudy Giuliani for Borat, Robert Downey Jr. and his utterly unconvincing Welsh accent in Doolittle. Wow. Harrison <laughs> Ford and that totally fake-looking CGI dog. <laughs> Call of the Wild. It's true, that dog did look fake. Yep. Lauren Lapkus and David Spade for The Wrong Missy. Actually, kind of a stupid, funny movie. Adam Sandler and his grading simple simple uh, for Hubie Halloween. I don't disagree. <laughs> oh, man. Worst director, Charles Band. All three Barbie and Kendra movies. Barbara Belois and Thomas Mendez for 365 Days. Stephen Gagan for Doolittle. Ron Howard for Hillbilly LD. Sia for Music. So, uh, lastly, I know it's time for birthdays. Worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. 365 Days. Doolittle. Fantasy Island. I don't know how this made it because it's not a remake, ripoff, or a sequel, but Hubie Halloween and Wonder Woman 1984. So there you go. Those are this year's Razzies. When it gets closer, we'll have to do maybe like a prediction thing or something. I go. don't know. I but, like it. Uh, but, but that's your entertainment news for Monday, March 15th. Let's roll on to the birthdays here, shall we? It's my All right. Uh, rapper for the Black Eyed Peas, Will I Am is 45. Uh, this Desperate Housewife, Ava Longoria, is 45. Bass player and lead vocalist for pop punk band uh, from Blink 182, Tom DeLong is 48. Uh, Jai Courtney is 34. Uh, lead singer of Poison, Brett Michaels, is 57. Sugar Ray, Mark McGrath, is 52. D. Snyder's not going to take it. He's the lead singer of Twisted Sister. He's 65. Eric Decker, he was a famous Denver Bronco who chipped over so many imaginary ghosts, is 33. Fabio is 61. Joe Hahn, remember we met him by a porta potty in Lake Tahoe? He's the yep. Lincoln Park DJ. He's 43. And Greg Nicotero, who's uh, known for the director, makeup artist uh, for The Walking Dead, is 57. And that's your celebrity birthdays for March 15th. Happy birthday. And folks, that doesn't do it. That does do it for the entertainment well, news. Well, that doesn't do it. I know, right? Oh, it's sure. When we come back, we've got uh, Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after these messages. After these messages. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. And many of you are watching us as we speak on Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Now, if you want to get a hold of us on social, you can. I'm available at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. That's Christian with a K, Phoenix with an F, radio, of course, with an R, or on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Media Radio. Tony's available at facebook.com forward slash Tony.sanfilippo. That's S-A-N-F-I-L-I-P-P-O dot nine four, or on Instagram at Tony.sanfilippo81. Now, being that it's Monday, we like to look at uh, the fun and crazy things that kids do in our lives with a segment we like to call Silly Rabbit, 
This bit is for kids. Ah! <laughs> oh, man. I always love this bit when we can come up with good ones. And uh, this one you had sent me, a, uh, I want to say, about two weeks ago. Okay. So we're, 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 we're going to get to it today. Um, this one is, you ever have, like, uh, when, your kid, when your boys were younger, did they ever say stuff that just made you laugh that you're just like, <laughs> like that? Either, like, if you're like, yeah, I agree with you, or, like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. They still do. It's just they... They just complain about the most random things, and you're like, oh, geez, just because <laughs> I said so. Yeah. Well, well, here is, and I'm sure a lot of you parents out there feel the same way. So maybe you guys could relate to some of these things. So these are things kids have told their parents, um, whether they've thrown, a, they've thrown temper tantrums over silly things. So here we go with these. Um, after a couple of slices of pizza, a three-year-old bursts into tears and says, my mouth wants more, but my tummy doesn't. Me too, kid. Me too. You can just have that. That's that's called the, you're ignoring your gut there, and you're just eating, and then you pay the price later because your stomach effing hurts because you ate too much. Yeah, that's called cheat day every Saturday. Yeah, cheat days are fun. Yep. Go, go bulgy on them pizza and stuff. Um, this young kid demanded to know how to say hola in Spanish, but would not accept that hola was already spanish so he cried for hours <laughs> no tell me what hola means why would you tell me it just did it's it's, it's in spanish they should have no, said it's not they should have told him oh in spanish it's hello and then really confused him yeah totally messed with them uh toddler and i are in the back or in the truck for a three-hour mostly freeway trip toddler asked if i can have her window down she begs and says, pretty please. She whines that she needs the window down. And the answer is no. We're going 70 miles per hour for the next few hours. Thus began the wailing. She cries and cries and cries. And the mu- window's not going down. I'm tuning her out. No problem. The music's on. I'm just driving and life is good. After probably 45 minutes of this, she slows down, gulps a few times, and in a tremulous voice asks, Mommy, why am I crying? I laughed so hard I nearly ran off the road. If you don't remember, I'm not telling you, kid. <laughs> ah, parent after my own heart. Uh, I, why did I picture our friend Lori during that one? Right. <laughs> I, I totally pictured Lori. My toddler got mad that her poop came out in two pieces instead of one. She accused my husband of cutting it while she wasn't looking. <laughs> why is it in two? Daddy cut it. You know what's funny is I have heard stories of people that uh, live in houses with terrible water pressure and that they actually own what's called a poo knife and that if they uh, poop too big, they would have to cut it in the bowl in order for it to flush properly. Oh, it's gross. Yeah. Gross. Sometimes there's some big poops, man. <laughs> That's just funny. So the, you know, there's now sometimes on these uh, board panda things, there's like people that comment. Somebody like commented under it and put, he's evil <laughs> for cutting the poop into. How dare he? Uh, five-year-old, you're old. Me, I'm not that old with a slight tone of indigestion. Mm, how old do you think I am? The last number. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm that old. That do whatever. What would the last number be? Whatever the biggest number is, that's you. 
that's you. You know, the one that's farthest. That's pretty damn so old. old. So <laughs> my daughter has a complete essential breakdown one day when she found out that she was going to have to pee every day of her life. Just a breakdown. Sorry, kid. You're going to have to pee every day. That's just life. Sometimes more than once. Hopefully more than yeah. once every day. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it's multiple times. That means you're drinking enough water to get get that all exactly. out. So. I don't know if this is too gross, but when my son was three, he had a tummy bug and came to me crying that his butt threw up. <laughs> my butt threw up, I don't know. I pooped my pants. Yeah, you're damn right he pooped his pants. Ugh. Tony, that you happened know. to you with the Seven uh, Eleven taquitos, right? Luckily, uh, it didn't throw up in my pants. Right. Yeah, I was I was able to make it to the Thunder Mug and greet it properly. <laughs> so played a little bass on that day. <laughs> oh, I was a restaurant server one night when a family came in. Normally, I'm not a fan of kids, but this one girl, like five or six, broke the mold for me. There was fire in her eyes, but she wasn't unruly just in the moment. I walk up to the table after they finish a seafood platter, and I hear the parents loudly saying something that they obviously want me to hear. No, honey, they don't let you take the lobster shells home. I could feel invisible elbows jabbing me in the ribs with their glances. Before I open my mouth to back up the story, she huffs and says, Well, can I at least keep the eyeballs? And then proceeds to hold up a fork with the lobster eyes impaled at the ends of the outside prongs like a war chieftain with the head of an enemy. Adorable. Somebody's going to want to keep an eye on that kid. We've got uh, Dexter in training. Yeah. Can I keep the eyeballs? Yeah. That is a little nuts. Uh, when my daughter was three, I told her to stop trying to draw on the dog with crayons. She threw the crayon on the floor and looked me dead in the eye and yelled, Daddy, you're ruining my life. <laughs> Is that like if I had a daughter, that's probably something that would happen to me. And I would just kind of be like, well, it's just going to get worse, kid. Yeah. Wait till you're a teenager. I'm going to ruin your life all the time. Yeah, I'm really going to, really going to make your life fun. My kid hates it when I dance, which is understandable I, as I'm very white. Um, he was about to, I was holding him, grooving along to something. He looks me in the eye and goes, Daddy, no sing. I'm not singing. I'm dancing. Daddy, don't sing. I'm not. Him in tears. Don't sing with your feet. So, I guess <laughs> singing and dancing the same. I could see that happening. You know, because sometimes you do stuff that you know annoys the kid, and they get pissed off. Oh, yeah. Like, they get agitated with you. Yeah. I used to do that to my nieces. Uh, more so the nieces than the nephews. The nephews, I didn't seem to ever really drive nuts. Um because they didn't ever cry. But the nieces, though, holy crap, I would annoy the hell out of them. So. And sometimes when the song, you know, the right song comes on, you just got to sing with your feet, right? You just got to. You got to bust out uh, a little inner Sandman, a little uh, end of heartache, you know? Just, just got to <laughs> get down. Overheard at a grocery store, mom let her little boy pick out some ice cream. Kid chooses some sort of chocolate banana popsicle, and mom says no. Kid starts crying. Mom says, I thought you didn't like bananas. Kid immediately stops crying. Oh, yeah. And picks something else. <laughs> Kids do that all the time, totally. right? Or like, they'll, they and, just kind of forget they don't like it. Yeah, they'll insist you buy something. You buy it. You give it to them. And they're like, ah. It's like, oh, I just wasted five bucks on whatever this was. 
You're like, geez. Well, we'll end this one. There's a ton on this list, so I'll save this for another segment. But uh, my daughter, about five, threw up a wadded up piece of paper at us and ran away. We opened it up and she had written, can I have a snake? Wife yelled, no, you may not. My daughter then came back almost in tears to ask why not. She said, I ate all of my dinner, so why can't I have one? Wife asked what that had to do with snakes, and at which point we realized she had misspelled snack. Also, my son put us in some sort of reverse timeout once. He got angry. This consisted of him going into his room and refusing to come out, leaving us in peace and quiet. He essentially played himself. (laughs) So these are good things. I love that because I would have said hell no to a snake, but I'd always say hell yeah to a snack. Yeah. Totally. They should have gotten her a snake just to spite her. So. Yeah. Oh, you want a snake? Uh, what kind of snake? You want a boa constrictor, coral, rattler? You tell us. She would have never asked for one again. <laughs> never ever. Well, folks, that does it for Silly Rabbit. This bit is for kids. When we come back, we've got a segment called Double Vision. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. And we are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've made it to the final segment, at least of the first hour, but there is still plenty ahead with our second hour, including our call-in topic of your skill wish. Now, if you missed a portion of the show or you want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, about 20 in all. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way you always have the latest episode. Leave a review. Let us know what you think and tell your friends because sharing is caring. Now, speaking of sharing in the segment that we've called Double Vision, we're talking about identical twins. I always thought it would be fun to have an identical twin. You know, you'd hear the stories about things that they share or things that they can do. Uh, twins don't run into my in my family. I don't know if they run in yours, Tone, but we've known a number of identical twins over the years as well, though. Yeah, we've known quite a few of them. Um, I can think of four, well, three identical, um, and then one, what is it, nocturnal? <laughs> fraternal. I don't know, noctur- fraternal, nocturnal, <laughs> nocturnal, something else. That's fraternal, a night, yeah. Fr- you know. Yeah, where like it was uh, brother and sister. They were twins, but they obviously looked much different. Yeah, but when it comes to identical twins, you know, there's always those weird stories that you hear about, and uh, we're gonna run down some uh, advantages of being an identical twin with the segment that we call. Vision. All right, let's start off with uh, Jab LVA says, I visited my identical twin brother at his college where a lot of his floor didn't know he was a twin. That night he had some people over in his apartment and I hid in the bathroom. Note, he has a beard, I do not. While they were hanging out and me hiding, he announces to the group that he's tired of his beard and he's going to go shave it off. So he escapes to the bedroom where I'm hiding as if to shave. He switches clothes and I walk back out to the group with my bare face. Everyone takes note and while it's generally an unusual thing to do at a party, nobody thinks much of it. 
After a bit, uh, uh, after a bit, I announced, you know, I kind of miss my beard. I think I'm going to grow it back. At which point I go to the other room where my bearded twin was hiding. He switched clothes back and walks out to the group. Immediately rebearded, people lost their freaking minds. Oh, that would be so much fun to just play with people's heads. And, of course, you always hear about the evil twin, the one having the goatee or the beard versus right. the good twin. <laughs> <laughs> that that is uh, that would be awesome. What was Bender's uh, twin that had the uh, oh. that had the goatee? It was it was like something. Uh, it was Bender bending Rodriguez. That was his name. Remember. Yeah. Oh. Gosh, I have to I have to Google that. I okay. don't know. All it's right. gonna drive me nuts. Let's move on with Double Vision. Talking advantages of being an identical twin. For instance, this one from user Mostly Millicent says, I'm not a twin, but I have identical twins. One year, one of them got tired during a shopping trip for school clothes. She said to her sister, try this on. I want to see how it looks on me. Hey, that makes sense. You can look in yeah. the mirror without looking in the mirror. Do I get... You just watch that. Spin. Okay, that's going to look good. It was Flexo, by the way. Flexo. Flexo. Flexo Rodriguez, or did he have a last name? Yeah, just Flexo, because you reminded me when you said the evil goatee. So. <laughs> oh, I miss that show. Let's keep moving on. We're talking double vision. double vision. Advantages of being an identical twin. This one from Secret Agent Man 007 says, My dad is friends with identical twins, and he told me this funny story. He was with them at an open house for their aero club. My dad and two twins are all pilots, and they were supporting the event. Someone was really curious and asked, if the, uh, asked the twins if there were any truth to the stories about twin telepathy, where twins have some sort of psychic connection. They were both quiet for a few moments, and it started to get uncomfortable. The man looked a little embarrassed and said something along the lines that he was just curious, and it was a silly question. One of the twins looked him in the eye and said, Oh, it's not a problem. We were just discussing how we were going to answer. There was a moment of confusion on the man's face, and the twins busted out laughing, saying that they had been waiting for an opportunity to try that joke out. That's brilliant. Brilliant. That is, that is super smart. <laughs> and it is one of those things you always wonder, you know. Do they, they sort of think the same thing at the same time? Do they feel the same thing when the other person feels something? You know, something we'll never understand not being a twin. But uh, let's keep moving on. Double vision. Double vision. User MY's writing says, I'm a twin. If you're reading this twin brother, hi. Inside jokes. My twin brother and I have so many inside jokes, even now at 30 years old. And the best part is our minds work alike and that we only have to say one or two words and the other one is busting up laughing. Our other brothers and... Each of our wives look at us like we're nuts, but most people don't get it. There's a connection there that normal siblings just can't have. He was my first roommate, after all. And, uh, yeah, you know, if you're close with somebody, you're going to have that connection. If you're that close with somebody, who knows what uh, sort of psychic, weird-level connection you're going to have. Right. That would be... You always... I always wonder, because it's like they think alike, too. Mm -hmm. they very similar. Yeah, the other one that I've always wondered about is, uh, you know, hear about twins who date each other's significant others. They'll switch it out, which is uh, creepy and weird all at the same time. But uh, let's keep moving on, talking double vision. double vision. User Ultron2095 says, I make absolutely every mundane task into a two-man job if I can. 
No matter how easy it would be to do on my own, if I can rope my brother in, I do. Grocery shopping, dishes, mowing, cleaning, no matter the job, I ask that he pitches in or makes me pitch in if he started the job. I always include him with my friends and social obligations when possible. Same goes for him with me. I always include him in every co-op game when possible. We try to tackle every game together. I always seek his input on writing, on jokes, relationships, work, musical discoveries. The cumulative effect is absolutely everything is easier. I always have someone in my corner, someone who cares. My best friend is always there for me, and he brightens up every moment of my life. I could not ask for anything more. Love you, Jim. Oh, that's a sweet one. It sounds more like uh, Siamese twins than uh, identical twins, though. Yeah, oh, being a Siamese twin would suck. That would right? be terrible. What was that Fairly oh. Brothers movie? Um, uh, stuck on uh, You? It, had, it Stuck on You, yeah. It had Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon, yeah. right? Yeah, that was yeah. funny. It was, it was an entertaining movie. It was uh, not bad. Yeah. Let's keep moving on. Talking identical twins. Double vision. Double vision. This uh, Spud Magnet 83. Okay. I can unlock... Spud Magnet! <laughs> Ooh, this is a scary one. I can unlock his phone with facial recognition and send stupid messages to other people from it. Note, we are 37. Note 2. Wow, thanks for all the awards. Who knew being a jerk to your brother could pay off? Phone was a Pixel 4, and yes, Facebook confuses the two of us when it suggests that we may be in a photo. Note three, for all you who ask, no, the fingerprint scan does not work. So I guess they're not that identical that they share the same fingerprints. Yeah. There is some level that they're different. Do you know, I know she hasn't chimed in on the show in a long time, but Kendra that used to chime in, she's a twin. Is she's she an really? identical twin. Yeah, her and her sister are completely different, though. It's weird. Hmm. Like, like... Uh, Kendra's more that loud, outgoing, and I mean loud in a good way, but loud, outgoing, more personality and sister, you know, very friendly, nice, but just not as outgoing, like kind of more chill, calm. That's it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. I mean, you usually hear about the similarities, very rarely the differences. Yeah. Hmm. It might be. Uh... Just, made me, just made me think of that. And then there was a, we had a guy in the tire shop. He was telling me back in high school, him and his brother, super identical twins. Like, they're hard to tell apart. You have to look, like, for distinctions, like maybe a little scar or something. But uh, they tested their girlfriends to see if they would know if they were different, and they didn't. They didn't. But yeah, they didn't cross any lines, they said. They just went on a date, like, like with the deal of, okay, you don't do nothing. I won't right. do nothing. Let's just see if they know, and they never knew. So. Oh. It'd be interesting to get those stories firsthand. But yeah. uh, let's keep moving on. Talking double vision. double vision. The advantages of being an identical twin. This from Jealous Network 8852 says, I was good friends with identical twins in college. My favorite story with them was one night at the bar. One of them was hooking up with a girl and walked away to either go to the bathroom or get a drink or something. At that very moment, his brother showed up and walked into the bar, and the girl just grabbed him and started kissing him. The look of shock and happiness on his face was hilarious. Oh, I could only imagine what that would be like. You know, just some girl randomly grabs you, starts kissing you, just thinking that you were the guy that she was just talking to. Yeah, it's crazy. You're like, hey, right on. <laughs> Thanks for doing all the work, brother. Appreciate it. And then finally, in Double Vision, user BP95 simply states, two cakes on our birthday. What more could you ask for? The advantage of being an identical twin, 
double the kicks, double the presents. I would assume that uh, whatever one person gets clothing-wise, the other person gets to wear whenever they want. So, uh, you know, there are some advantages to being an identical twin. With that being said, folks, that does it for the first hour of this episode. We're headed into the long break. Enjoy the news. Grab a potty break. Grab yourself some tea. Join us back here in 17 minutes or so. And we'll be back with our call-in topic. Seven minutes. Seven minutes. I'm telling you, this time change is affecting me. (laughs) Seven minutes. We'll be back. Laugh it up, fuzzball. I'm about to do to you what Limp Bizkit did to music in the late 90s. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. second hour of this episode of the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. It is Monday, March 15th. We are your daily dose of laughs and levity in a crazy, crazy world. Still joined by my co-host, Tony Sanfilippo. Tony, you ready for the fastest hour of the day after our 17-minute break? I sure am, man. That was a fast 17-minute break. Woo! Yeah, it felt it more like seven. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a fast seven-minute break, too. Yeah, so. yeah. It usually is, but... Uh, yeah. They all go quick. Yeah. And you know what else goes quick is the second hour of the show. I don't know what it is, but it just takes off. Well, we got – it's good segments. It's a good topic today. We're going to get to the radio app, which is a ton of fun. And then uh, I'm curious to see what happened to the cast of whoever. And uh, then we go on this day. Yeah, so it will be a fast hour. It always goes quickly. But uh, as Tony mentioned, this is the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners or watchers which is why we give the topic 24 hours in advance for you to give us a call on the Phoenix line at 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. Of course, you can always chime in live on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment with your pick, or as we've been doing over the last couple weeks, go into the stereo app where uh, we've been playing a little stereo roulette. And of course, you can always queue up in order to uh, chime in with your pick on the topic of the day. Today's topic is what wish, or sorry, which skill do you wish you had magically overnight? You know, this isn't something that you spend six months a year acquiring and developing with hard work. This is something that if you could just wish it, you go to bed, you wake up the next morning, all of a sudden you have this new skill, what would it be? Now, Tony, you've had the weekend to think about it. Uh, what would that skill be for you? So many, so many options you could go with this, right? Um, like I went back and forth um, between these two, and um, I wish, you know, I would, I would probably just have the skill to. Uh, I'll give you a simple one because I like to overthink these things. Like, I, I wish I could retain everything. Like, once I've just been told once, it just retains. Like, An eidetic just memory. Just have it. Yeah. And then that way, like, I could just do all these things. Like, I wouldn't have to remember to, oh, what was that again? I just would be like, yeah, it's this. It's that. 
Um, but I wish my brain could retain that. But if it was a skill, that's not a skill you can get because it's not realistic. You're not going to remember everything. Yeah. Um, that's more of a wish. So the skill would be to play guitar. I wish I could just wake up and play any song, any riff, any time, create my own riffs. Um, but just to pick up, maybe bust out Van Halen's Eruption on the fly, be sweet. Um, but yeah, I wish I, uh, I wish I had that skill to just be extremely gifted on the guitar and just be able to play anything. That would be a good one. You know, it's, uh, it's not necessarily practical, but it's a badass skill. You know, you can yeah. go to a party, you can go anywhere, go to a guitar center, you know, some uh, outdoor event where a guitar just happens to be set up and you pull a Marty McFly and start busting into a guitar solo and, uh, you know, just blow people's minds. Yeah. It'd be fun, but that's that would be mine. All right. Excellent! <laughs> the one for me, uh, actually kind of uh, the reason that I chose this subject was uh, was recently watching The Matrix. And uh, you know how they could plug in and basically upload a computer program so that they automatically knew Kung Fu, for instance. Well, right. uh, the one for me would always be learning to fly becoming a pilot you know and they gave trinity that ability to you know fly the helicopter and uh i thought that would be awesome you know my boys live down in southern california this weekend i'm going to go visit them but i've always got to drive down there unless i can find a cheap flight i always thought it'd be awesome to just hop into a helicopter hop into a plane take off do what i need to do to get down there and see them almost instantaneously yeah that would be sweet That'd be a really cool one, too, especially if you wanted to just go, like, hey, I'm going to go for a flight today, and you just fly around the city and just go take, like, today would be a great day to go take views around uh, Colorado, oh, just totally. all the uh, the white views from above and all that stuff, just to see it all blanketed in white. When you think about the freedom of just hitting the open road, you know, sometimes I like going on a drive just to clear my head, listen to music, listen to podcasts, whatever it may be. Imagine how much that would be leveled up if you could hit the skies and just fly. There's no traffic. There's not much you really need to worry about being up there and just, you know, let your mind go, relax, listen to some music or some podcasts, and uh, get to wherever you're going that much quicker. Exactly. That'd be a sweet skill, man. Yeah. That'd be a very sweet skill. Yeah. Well, folks, we want to find out what your skill wish is. You know, what, what would it be? You know, you wake up the next morning and you've magically learned the skill. We want to know about it. Chime in now on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio or go ahead and head over to the Stereo app at stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media. When we come back, folks, it is all about you and your pick for your skill wish. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back. subscription box yet full of exclusive loot on surprises delivered to your door every month just pick up your favorite geeky genre daddy <laughs> from the original loot crate the loot crate dx collectible boxes dude cowabunga to the loot gaming video game box woohoo yeehoo to the loot crate video box what's with kids today huh 
Wowzers! With crits starting as low as $11.99 per month, those are facts just about for all collectors. To get your geek on, head over to phoenixmedia.us forward slash loot crate and claim your exclusive offer. That's F-E-N-I-X media.us forward slash loot crate. Great Scott! Snap into a loot crate, it. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show, and we are smack dab in the middle of the interactive portion of the show where we want to hear from you guys, the listeners and watchers, on our topic of the day, which is what is your skill wish? Which skill do you wish that you could magically wake up overnight having known, learned, um, that you didn't know the day before. Tony mentioned uh, uh, playing the guitar. For me, it would be being a pilot, flying a helicopter or a plane. Either one would be just a blast. But in any case, it's all about you guys. We want to hear what your skill wish is. Now, you can always comment on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Christian Phoenix Radio. Just click into the live video there and comment with your pick or... Head over to Stereo.com forward slash Phoenix Media, at which point we will uh, be pulling up people randomly on Stereo to ask them what their skill wish is. But in the meantime, Tony, uh, you always reach out to our uh, Phoenix super fans, for lack of a better term, and yeah. uh, ask them you know, their picks for these. Uh, anybody chime in on today's topic? Yeah, today I got uh, Jamie. She said that it was pretty similar to yours. It was, she wishes she could fly a helicopter specifically. Um, the reason why is she could um, land a helicopter just about anywhere, and it's easier to jump in and out of than go on a plane. So if you want to fly to that top of that mountain, you can land it, as long as you got some landing space, and then able to uplift. Um, plus, she could work for Flight for Life and return the favor. She was in a car accident a long time ago, and... She was airlifted uh, in a helicopter, which obviously we're grateful she's still here today. So um, that is a really good one. And, uh, you know, like yours, it's just easy to go on the go. Just, okay, instantaneously, we're going to just head there. Yeah. So. And I always thought that a helicopter would be better than an airplane for that exact reason. I mean, you could land and, and take off from virtually anywhere where there's a flat surface and enough space as opposed to needing a full-on runway. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, our friend Stacy chimed in too. She said, "Brain power." I wish I was smart as Tony Sanfilippo. It doesn't say that part. It says Tony Stark. <laughs> so as Tony Stark. Um, no, I, I agree. Like this was something I was going back and forth with too. Where I, you know, I chose the guitar because I'd love to just be able to play that and maybe join a band that needed a guitar player be kind of sweet <laughs> that would just be a fun life um but uh you know to have the smarts to be kind of like tony stark where you could just create stuff and you're just so with it you know would be awesome so right. i think brain power is a really good one as well you could take that um, uh, limitless pill oh if you could take that limitless pill, i sign me up oh like, totally I would love to unlock all avenues of that brain. Like I said, I wish I could retain things. Like, this is going to sound lame, but today I have to study a food safety course. Like, it's a pretty high, intense one we take at work. 
and I have to study this manual. And dude, I, I get so bored reading it. It just goes in one ear out the other. And I'm like, God, I hope I retain it on test day. It's just like high school, man. My attention is <laughs> squirrel. Uh, squirrel. Um, Lacey uh, chimed in and she said drawing. Um, if she could um, just have the skills to be, you know, to just draw would be awesome. And I think that is a, a fantastic one. Like drawing is peaceful. It's relaxing. Um, but if you could do really good artwork, maybe sell it and stuff, uh, definitely a great way, a great way to do it. So, and that kind of goes back to learning the guitar. That's something you could bust out, maybe not at a party, but, uh, you know, people are always in awe of people who, you know, just yeah. have that art skill and, and, uh, you could do characters like if yeah. you wanted at a party, you know, you could bust <laughs> out, you know, uh, people pay for that. You could whip that out and that's impressive, especially, if you're at a party and you're drinking, you're like, that's the coolest thing in the world. As long as that's the only thing you're whipping out at a party. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> keep it friendly, man. Hey. Um, but, yeah, those uh, those are the the super fans that chimed in today. Yep, that's what I've got. Very cool. Well, there is still time. If you head over to our Facebook page, uh, click into the live video. You can comment there. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and head over to our stereo roulette and see uh, what sort of answers we can get from there. We're going to go ahead and start this thing and see where we're going. How's it going? Should You're fun. on the Christian Phoenix radio show. How are you doing today? Apparently not that well. So, well oh, I'm on the radio. I uh, bit a hang up. Yeah. <laughs> you, you are on the Christian Phoenix radio show. How's it? Oh, no. <laughs> it's Jump. Been- don't be scared, Mama. It's just internet radio. Exactly. You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. We're talking about skills that you wish you could learn overnight. Is there anything that you could magically wish that uh, when you wake up, all of a sudden you've acquired this new skill? To bark. <laughs> well, yesterday I was just a, a wee little lad. Now I bark. <laughs> We're going to move on. This is the Chris- Well, hello. Whoa, hello. That was crazy. All right. You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. You are not on the Christian Phoenix. Here we go. How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show today. Boy, must be the time change. Oh, maybe we say just hello. Yeah, nobody wants to talk today. Uh, you're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. How are you doing today? Very good, thank you very much. Good, good. So we're talking about skills that you wish you could magically learn overnight. Is there something that you would love that you wake up one morning, you didn't know the day before, and all of a sudden you have this skill available to you? Mm, To be uh, multilingual, speak about 20 different languages. Oh, that's a fantastic one. That's a great one. You know, it's it's tough when you can literally go anywhere on the planet and speak to anybody that you wish. Oh, man. That's one I wish I had. Now, uh, it sounds like you're from the U.K., uh, is that correct? Correct. So uh, you're yeah. there You're there in Europe. Obviously, there's a number of languages around you. Um, that would be uh, just a, a spot-on skill to have. You could go to Italy, speak Italian, go to France, speak French. Um, I, I would not envy that one. Hmm. right on well we appreciate you chiming in hopefully you drop us a follow and uh are willing to chime in at a later date all good have a good one thank you you too you too buddy 
That was a good one, man. I didn't even think about that. That, that would be sweet to speak all these languages. That was that was a great one, yeah. Especially where you know he was. How's it going? Well, boy, it's funny. All right. Pa-ching, pa-ching. What I never understand is, you know, why you would want to be on this app, and then, you know, obviously you're. You're trying to talk with someone, and then all of a sudden, they're like, eh, never mind. I changed my mind. Like, I got scared. Bye. Right. <laughs> How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix radio show. No, you're not. <laughs> you're just dead air. That's that's what you are. Uh, always makes for good radio when nobody decides to respond. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. All right, uh, let's try here. You're on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. How you doing today? Apparently not. Uh, we are connecting, apparently. How you doing today? How you doing today? It's your boy, 41 on the streets. Right on. So we're talking skills that you wish you could magically learn what would happen if you know you woke up and magically learned uh, a certain skill uh what would that skill be it'll be directing directing what directing film directing film that's a great one you know be the next uh, oscar uh, academy award-winning director um yeah, it makes some some great movies. Uh, great choice. Yeah. Right on. Well, we appreciate you. We yeah. appreciate you chiming in. We're going to keep moving on and uh, see what other skills people are looking at here. Well, hopefully he he was not a mumbler if he's a director. Exactly. Understand <laughs> what he said. How you doing today? You're on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. Hello, my good man. Right on. So we're talking skills that you wish you could magically learn. What would happen if you woke up this morning and uh, there was a skill that you, you learned overnight that you didn't have the day before? What skill would you want most? I mean, I want to learn the skill of the universe. Just the learn. Mind. Right on. Just learn uh, everything there is to know about the universe itself. So you want to be like He-Man, the master of the universe? No, I want to be like me, Atten. Prince Adam? I don't know. Who Master Prince of the Adam Universe. You, you're going to battle Skeletor? Oh, Skeletor. Are you talking about that shit? No, nah, I'm talking about me, Atten. <laughs> oh, oh, I gotcha. thought you said you wanted to be on the Masters of the Universe. Gotcha. That makes sense. Gotcha. No, no. Knowing about the universe, that would be awesome. We were talking about the uh, taking that limitless pill that you know everything. Uh, that would be just a super cool skill to have. And but like, just think about it though. If you know everything in the universe, that would mean you know all possibilities. So if there's even a ways of you teleporting, you reading telepathic people's minds and things of that nature, you will master all of that. That would be amazing. I've often thought about teleportation just at the end of the night where I'm sitting on the couch watching TV and I want to teleport upstairs to the bed. 
Uh, of course, you could use it for more right. practical things, but uh, you know that's one of those things that uh, exactly. you, you kind of wish. Especially well, if you need to shit. Especially if you need to shit, and you got no toilet inside. <laughs> teleport to your house right quick. <laughs> I love it. I love that idea. <laughs> well, we appreciate you chiming in. We're going to yeah. keep moving on. Drop Thank us a you. follow. Hopefully, you can chime in at a later date. Thank you. What's up? <laughs> I love. Right on. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> Teleportation. Did he say he wanted to teleport to go take a shit? He did. <laughs> okay. Because when you're out of toilet paper in 2020, you want to teleport to 2021 where you can get toilet paper so you can wipe your ass because you got a shit. Exactly. Let's see if we can find... Thanks, Prince Adam. Find one more. Let's see. Come on. Come on. There we go. How's it going? You're on the Christian Phoenix. Never mind. You are not. <laughs> He got scared. He's like, whoa, I'm on the what? See ya. All right. We got Brandywine on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. How you doing today? Nope. Oh, she had a cool name. Tinker44 on the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. How's it going? Hey, I'm on the air. Ow. <laughs> this is kind of weird. <laughs> so, so my super skill will be singing. Because I have a beautiful voice. My dad says my voice is pretty pretty. So sometimes when I bust out a song, she, he says I'm like a princess. Like I could be like Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh. pretty wide. Uh, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and close things out. Uh, we got a couple good ones in there, but, uh, you know, you never know. We had Prince Adam from Masters of the Universe. Exactly. That's the joy of Stereo Roulette. But uh, in any case, folks, when we come back, we're talking whatever happened to the cast of... Well, you got to join us to find out. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash phoenixmediaradio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've got this little thing we talk about a couple times each show. It is the Phoenix Line, our 24-hour day, seven-day week voicemail line, giving you guys the opportunity to chime in on anything whatsoever, including our call-in topic of the day, which we give 24 hours in advance. If you want to, head over to Phoenix. No, sorry, call 855-PHOENIX-RADIO. That's 855-F-E-N-I-X-R-D-O or 855-336-4973 for the alphanumerically paired. All that we ask is that you keep it entertaining we'll compile those together put them out in a future show now the call-in topic for tomorrow's show is something that was inspired by this weekend for both you tony and me what is your ideal lazy day you know you have nothing to do you have no obligations and you are specifically looking forward to just a purely lazy day Obviously, we dealt with the uh, time changeover to daylight saving time if you are in one of the states that actually observes it. And uh, it's, it's wreaking havoc on a lot of people, myself included. But, uh, you know, you want that lazy day. That's something to do that, uh, you know, you're either playing video games all day or just sitting watching movies or uh, whatever it is. We want to know about it. With that being said, let's move on to our next segment, which we've done a few times here on the show. Uh, yeah. We like to call it Whatever Happened to the Cast of. And in this case, it is a show that uh, Tony starred in uh, back in the day. What would you do if I sang out of tune? 
Yes, we're talking the Wonder Years. Uh, this was inspired by a meme that I saw over the weekend that basically said, you know, the Wonder Years aired in 1988, took place in 1961, which, uh, you know, Back when you're watching, you're thinking, oh, 1961 is a long time ago. Yeah. But now, if you had a show that came out today that had that sort of same time difference, 2001 is when a show now with that time difference would be. And it just blew my mind that, uh, you know, kids growing up today, the difference between now and 2001 is that big of a difference for us during the Wonder Years. So... With that being said, I digress. We're going to talk about the stars of and the cast of The Wonder Years. Some big names that uh, went on to become a little more obscure, including the main uh, actor, Tony Sanflip. I mean, uh, Fred Savage. <laughs> Tony's look-alike, celebrity look-alike. Um, this is why maybe Tony Savage might work for that radio name. It might. It the might. doppelganger. Like cousin, cousin, cousin Fred. And he's one guy who has stayed extremely busy following the Wonder Years and everything he did in the 80s. Molly, molly, molly. Exactly. But you don't see him too often. So Savage continued to nab leading roles after the Wonder Years on shows like The Grinder and Friends from College. He dabbled, dabbled in animated work upon lending his voice to characters on BoJack Horseman, Oswald, American Dad, and more. He also appeared in films including Super Troopers 2 and Deadpool 2, both times playing a fictionalized version of himself. He got into TV hosting on What Just Happened with Fred Savage in 2019. Working behind the scenes, he garnered directing credits through Daddy Day Camp, Modern Family, and more. Savage wed Jennifer Lynn Stone in 2004. The couple shared children, Oliver, Lily, and August. And uh, many, many sitcoms that you watch nowadays, if you watch Directed By... You'll see Fred Savage pop up there quite often. Yeah, he directs a lot of sitcoms, a lot of shows. Um, he's he's definitely stayed relevant. At first, he said Deadpool too. I was like, who was he in Deadpool too? But he was in that Once Upon a Deadpool spoof thing. Exactly. They did the PG thirteen version of uh, Deadpool too. Yep, the take on the Princess Bride, which was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, for uh, some eagle-eared fans, for lack of a better term. Uh, if you watch any of the Honda commercials, he is the spokesperson. He is the voice of Honda. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he stays very busy. He doesn't have a hard time doing job. And you know, for a childhood actor and stuff, he seemed to be like one that stayed out of trouble. Like, he wasn't one that ended up like going down the drug path or he had a wreck of a life and had to have a comeback story. Yeah. He just yeah, he wasn't in every other issue of the National Enquirer. He uh, he stayed no. pretty level-headed throughout the years. Definitely. Surprised he didn't pop up. I watched the uh, Kid 90, that Soleil Moon Fry one on Hulu. Uh-huh. Uh, that, was, that was pretty entertaining. I mean, all the footage she had of these people before they were big in the 90s. Yeah. Surprised Fred Savage didn't show up in that. Me too. I mean, had Jonathan Brandis, uh, you know, people who have passed away. Mark... And Mark Wahlberg, it had Johnny Depp, it had all kinds of people in it. Yeah, yeah. So I I added that to my uh, watch list. So haven't watched it yet, yeah, but uh, it's actually pretty. Good. It's pretty entertaining. Sad to see what she went through, but uh, really cool that she documented everything from her childhood to her adult. It's it's pretty damn neat. Very so cool. Worth it's worth a watch. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. 
Moving on with uh, whatever happened to the cast of The Wonder Years. Well, of course, you couldn't have a uh, Kevin Arnold without a Winnie Cooper. Danica McKellar. So McKellar racked up more than 90 acting credits after playing Kevin Arnold's love interest in The Wonder Years. She found success lending her voice to animated characters on Young Justice and DC Superhero Girls. But she also starred in Project MC2. She's popped up in several Hallmark movies, including Perfect Match and Crown for Christmas. She's also made guest appearances uh, on shows such as How I Met Your Mother and The West Wing. McKellar graduated summa cum laude in 1998 from UCLA with a mathematics degree and obtained a mathematics PhD from the University of Chicago in 2005. She penned several mathematical books, including 29, or sorry, 2009's Kiss My Math. McKellar is married to Mike Verda, with whom she shares a son, Draco, from 2009 to 2013, but she later wed Scott Savlowski in 2014. Um, I always had a big crush on her back in the day. Oh, yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, she's a gorgeous, gorgeous woman and very smart, insanely smart. Oh, I'm just based on, you know, the, the mathematics degrees that she earned. Uh, she also popped up a couple times in one of my favorite reality shows, Impractical Jokers, because uh, she was the big crush of Murr and uh, had fun uh, playing some practical jokes on him. Yeah, and she ain't afraid to throw. Uh, she's she's got a good sense of humor and everything. She was great in How I Met Your Mother. Yep. I mean, she wasn't in there very much. Just more, just cameo, if anything. But still, you know, awesome that she still stays busy and um, you know, very neat. Yep. To see what she's up to. Moving on with whatever happened to the cast of The Wonder Years. Moving on with uh, Jack Arnold, the dad, played by Dan Loria. Well, after the Wonder Years, the U.S. Marine vet starred on other TV shows, including Sullivan and Son, Pitch, and The Hoop Life, as well as landing guest-starring roles in such series as Party of Five, Blue Bloods, and Shameless. He's also appeared in movies, including Big Mama's House 2 and in Ben Affleck's The Way Back. He divorced his wife, Eileen Craig, in 2001. And uh, yeah, every once in a while, you'll see him pop up in a project and be like, hey, that was the dad from The Wonder Years. Yeah, but that's funny. That's how you know him. I don't know his name up to what you just said. And he always looked grumpy. Yeah. Like in the show, he always looked like a big grump. <laughs> and of course, that's, you know, the character he was supposed to play was, you know, the typical 1960s dad who didn't want to put up the BS of the kids. So let's move on. We're talking whatever happened to the cast of The Wonder Years. Well, we talked about uh, Kevin's mom. Well, now what about Kevin's mom, Norma Arnold, played by Allie Mills. After playing the Arnold family's matriarch, Mills notably played Pamela Douglas on The Bold and the Beautiful from 2006 onward. I had no idea. Appearing in more than 600 episodes. The veteran actress nabbed guest starring roles on shows including Popular and Sabrina the Teenage Witch. But she was also featured in films such as Jane White is Sick and Twisted. Mills was married to actor Orson Bean from 1993 until his death in February 2020 at age 91. Wow, he was uh, quite old, but, uh, you know, she's, she's, she's up there in years, too. <laughs> yeah. Which she, I always got her and the mom from Son-in-Law mixed up. Oh, yeah, not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. I know they're two different ladies, but they look similar. So, <laughs> Let's keep moving on, talking whatever happened to the cast of The Wonder Years. Well, of course, there's Kevin's brother, Wayne, played by Jason Harvey. Beyond his work on The Wonder Years, Harvey went in to voice the titular character on the Nickelodeon's 100 Deeds for 
Eddie McDowd and appeared in Trading Favors. Despite continuing to primarily land various TV gigs, his last acting gig occurred in 2004 when he voiced Dove Don Hall on Justice League Unlimited. He's since found success behind the camera by creating, producing, and penning several episodes for the Discovery Channel series The Devil's Ride. He was also an executive producer on Sea Dad Run and created more reality shows, including I Want to Be a Hilton. Um, yeah, I didn't realize he did so much behind the camera, almost as much as Fred Savage himself. Yeah, he's done a lot. Um, he actually partnered with uh, Eric Bischoff, and they did like a lot of like wrestling things and stuff like that. Interesting. So they have they have a business, they have a production company where they put out. That's where the Hilton came from. They did like I think they did Hogan Knows Best, okay, and all that stuff. Um, he was also in uh, Back to the Future. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he was the little brother in that. Totally. And then finally, in whatever happened to the cast of well, the Wonder Years? You couldn't have Kevin without his best friend Paul Pfeiffer. And contrary to popular belief, it was not Marilyn Manson. Manson. It was a, <laughs> an actor named Josh Savino or Saviano. Well, Saviano stopped acting after his six seasons on The Wonder Years. Instead, the New Jersey native graduated from Yale University in 1998 as a political science major. Two years later, he earned his JD degree from Yeshiva University. He found success as a lawyer in 2003 upon joining a New York City law firm, Morrison Cohen LLP, where he eventually made partner. Though he left Morrison Cohen in 2015, he founded Act 3 Advisors later that year and co-founded Spotlight Advisory Group in 2018. It's always crazy to see an actor who gets out of the business completely and goes on to do things uh, beyond you know, the entertainment business. But uh, apparently he came back and did uh, a little bit on Law & Order Special Victims Unit uh, after his time as a lawyer. But uh, you know, it's, it's always interesting to see where these actors go. Yeah, very cool to see what they're all up to nowadays, man. Very cool. Exactly. Well, folks, that does it for whatever happened to the cast of The Wonder Years. When we come back, we're heading into the final segment of the show. It is time for This Day in History. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Get everything you need for the Christian Phoenix Radio Show over at phoenixmedia.us or on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Radio. Now back to the show. We are back, folks. This is the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. We've reached the final segment. Not before we drop a little knowledge on you. Hopefully make you laugh at the same time with this day in history. But if you did miss a portion of the show or want to go back and catch up on any of the previous shows, it's easy enough to do so. Head over to phoenixmedia.us, click on the show's link, scroll on down to the Christian Phoenix Radio Show. From there, you can get video, you can get audio as well, or head over to wherever you get podcasts. Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Anchor Breaker, TuneIn, iHeart, Doozer, Dozer, Geezer, Gozer. Are you a god? No. You do say yes. Well, just say yes. Thanks, Ray. (laughs) I had to play the role of Ray. There you go. While you're there, be sure to subscribe. That way, you always have the latest episode. Screen crash. Leave a review. (laughs) Let us know what you think, and tell your friends. Because why, Tony? Sharing is caring. The video kept rolling. (laughs) Uh, Folks, uh, as we like to do at the end of each show. 
as I mentioned, we drop a little knowledge, hopefully make you laugh at the same time. It is time for This Day in History. Reversing the globe for the stories that turn the world on its head. This Day in History, with your correspondence on the beat. Christian Phoenix. Thanks, Siri. All right, kicking off this day in history, this day in 44 BC. Tony, if I tell you today is the Ides of March, to beware the Ides of March, what does that mean? Uh, just to be aware of uh, the Ides of March. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. The Ides of March is the 15th of March. Dead center, that is today. Well, in Julius Caesar's case, he is stabbed to death by Brutus, Cassius, and several other Roman senators on the Ides of March in Rome. Fatality. Oof. And that's, uh, do you remember the famous saying that uh, Caesar said to his friend Brutus? The barber beefcake? Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no. He's gonna to use be the... or not to be. He's going to use those 24-inch pythons on him. Yeah. Hey, brother Brutus. <laughs> no, uh, it was et tu brute, basically, yeah. and you, Brutus because it was his friend stabbing him in the back, literally. Let's move on this day in 1493. Christopher Columbus returns to Spain after his voyage to the New World. Ooh. It took him a year to get back, because in 1492, I sailed the ocean blue. Yeah. It... 1493, I came home to take a pee. <laughs> Is that how the, the rhyme goes? Yes. Yeah. It, yeah, it does now. It does. <laughs> Here's one that needs a little more context. This day in 1580, Spanish King Philip II puts 25,000 gold coins on the head of Prince William of Orange. Okay. Well, you should have just put all, you should have put all, all on black there, right? Yeah, I, if you put it all on uh, orange, should have, should have went black. Again, needs more context because I have zero idea what that refers to or why he would put 25,000 coins on somebody's head. And he looks like he's wearing a thimble on his head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep moving on. This day in 1912, pitcher Cy Young retires from baseball with 511 wins. There's no doubt that they named the pitching award after him because that is a whole lot of wins. That is a lot of wins. A hell of a good pitcher, too. Yeah. And back in those days, obviously, uh, you know, some people were uh, major superstars. Uh, you know, Babe Ruth maybe a little bit later on, but... Uh, you know, these are people who could make huge names when, you know, football really didn't exist. This was football of the time. Exactly. This is when they did say this was America's game because it's what you had back then. Yep. Yep. Let's move on. This day in 1923, Vladimir Lenin suffers his third stroke. Um, boy, in Russia, stroke strokes you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I was, uh, this is drug number three, and one day we'll make on this day in history. I promise you that. <laughs> Let's keep moving on. This day in 1948, Sir Lawrence Olivier is on the cover of Life magazine. Boy, I, imagine what it would be like to be knighted, to be, you know, made a sir, Sir Tony Sanfilippo. For your work in... I am of the hardest esteem... Uh, from the city of Carson, Nevada, I W, King of Goofballs, Sir Tony. I guess they got ran, uh, or they ran out of uh, being able to knight actual knights, and so they somehow turned over to celebrities. You know, whether it's musicians right. or right. actors, Sean or, Connery. 
or Elton John. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'd necessarily want them in battle. Uh, should something yeah. break out. <laughs> we are in battle. Please call on Sir Elton John and his crocodile rock. Or have them guard the, uh, you know, the cup of, uh, <laughs> of Christ in the uh, Last Crusade. That'd yeah. be weird to walk in and see Elton John sitting there. <laughs> the bitch is back. <laughs> Let's move on. This day in 1954, the CBS Morning Show premieres with Walter Cronkite and Jack Parr. Oh, the good old days of news when news was news and uh, it wasn't... Uh... It wasn't swayed, it was just reported. Exactly. Ah, I miss those days. Let's move on. This day in 1962, Wilt Chamberlain is the first to score 4,000 points in an NBA season. Man, is there nothing that guy didn't do? Man, that guy, the stilt was the man. He was. He reached every record and then obviously was broke later on by uh, Michael Jordan. Uh, after that, probably Kobe was the next biggest one. But uh, yeah, Wilt Chamberlain was certainly the Michael Jordan of his time. Oh, for sure. He was the, he was the face of the NBA. Yep. Let's move on this day in 1968. Speaking of Life Magazine, Life Magazine calls Jimi Hendrix the most spectacular guitarist in the world. I wouldn't disagree at that point in 1968. What he was doing compared to other guitarists of the time was mind-blowing. Exactly. So this is why you want the skill of guitar. You never know when you're going to be uh, the most spectacular guitarist in the world. Right. Or lighting your guitar on fire on stage and just watching it. He was a phenomenal, phenomenal guitar player and musician. Yeah. And he actually, you know, a lot of people think he died from a drug overdose. He actually died from exhaustion. Did not know that. I actually didn't know how he died. Yeah. It was a heart attack. He was exhausted, dehydrated. Went to the hospital, died that way. So well, uh, it wasn't from his purple haze. Nope, nope, no purple haze involved. Let's keep moving on. This day in 1972, The Godfather, based on the book by Mario Puzo, directed by Francis Ford Coppola and starring Marlon Brando and Al Pacino, premieres in New York City. Obviously, won the Academy Award for Best Picture the following year in 1973. I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> and we're gonna make two sequels and very long movies. Oh, they were long. Yeah. Oh, they're freaking long. First two movies were great. The third one was not so much, but they just released the Francis Ford Coppola director's cut of the third one, which is supposed to be pretty spectacular. So after I finish watching four hours of Zack Snyder's Justice League, maybe I'll have to uh, Maybe. Did he go back and and dig up, like, the actors that are still alive and was like, we're going to refilm these shots and we're going to do all this like Zack did? (laughs) He de-aged them. Yeah, yeah, he's like, Zack Snyder's like, oh, man, yeah, the cut's done. It's in the can. Uh, can I get $60 million? I got to bring some of these actors back and reshoot things. Right. <laughs> it wasn't done, dude. You no. just added a bunch of crap to it. Yep. Let's keep moving on this day in 1985. Woo! Larry Holmes TKO's David Bay in 10 for the heavyweight boxing title uh, back when heavyweight boxing was a spectacular event to watch. Yep. Bye-bye, David. Bay-bay. <laughs> Bay-bay's kids. Bay-bay, you got knocked a bleep out, buddy. And then finally, on this day in history, this day in 2013, a little guy named Justin Timberlake releases his third studio album. The 2020 Experience is the 2013 Billboard Album of the Year. Is there nothing that guy can't do? No, he's he's talented and phenomenal, and... 
He did not suffer the cancel culture, so he's all right. Oh, and he's married to Jessica Biel, which, oh. Yeah. Yeah. The dude's not had a, I wouldn't imagine it too rough of a life. It seems like he's got a pretty good life. And he's Jimmy Fallon's best friend. I mean, what more do you want? Exactly. Well, let's run down some of today's holidays, shall we? Talking about the things that we like to well celebrate. Some weird ones today. For instance, today is Act Happy Day. Not be happy, act happy. You're not funny. It is a dribble to work day. Okay. We can't do that in the snow. No. Today is dumbstruck day. I think that's most days for a lot of people. Today is everything you think is wrong day, which again is for mm. most people. As yep. we mentioned, today is the Ides of March. Today is Fill Our Staplers Day. Is there anything more useless you, you, than that? You, you see my stapler? Definitely see my stapler. Today is International Day Against Police Brutality. Probably a little bit yeah, uh, bigger than straight. Fill Our Staplers Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just is a little bit. International Eat an Animal for PETA Day. <laughs> it can get behind that one. It wow. National Pears Helena Day. It is National Peanut Lovers Day. True Confessions Ooh. Day. National Well Elderly Day. National Workplace Napping Day. National Shoe the World Day. World Consumer Rights Day. So many days today. But, uh, folks, that does it for today's episode. We'll see you tomorrow on Tuesday with Animal Tales. Enjoy your Monday. Enjoy, enjoy the time change. We'll see you all tomorrow. Peace!